There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. All right, 723, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We got a chilly start and a warm, sunny afternoon ahead, guys. High of 58 today. Love it. Right now, it's 28 at Cincinnati's Q102. All right. How working from home has affected workplace relationships. Uh, You know, is there such a thing as a bad pizza topping? I don't know. We're going to run this one by you and see what you think. Fritz is not a fan. Mm -mm. Some people I know, they'll, they'll put anything on a pizza. Sure. Throw it on there. There's no such thing as a bad pizza topping. We'll see. And six things that always seem to go on sale in the month of March. It is Wednesday, the 3rd of March of 2021. We're Jeff and Jenna. Here's your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, it is really easy to like your coworkers when you don't have to smell them. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of people who work on top of each other. You think we work in close proximity? At least we have a little bit of distance and some plexiglass now. Truly. But uh, according to a new survey... of people who started working at home during the pandemic said that it has actually made their relationships with their coworkers stronger than before. They also found that about (laughs) half of people say working remotely has made them more productive. And three out of four have more confidence in their work and their position in their company since they started working from home. Isn't that interesting how it wasn't that long ago we were kind of making the case for working from home, you know? Yeah, yeah. We, there were a few companies that were doing it that had seen some success and increased productivity with mm-hmm. with it, with that. And, and I had one or two friends who had started doing it and absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. But it was also sobering, too, because, like, my friend Roberta, who started working from home, she worked for a logistics company, and she was basically on the phone all day, like, coordinating truckers and Mm -hmm. routes and setting them up with uh, pickups and drop-offs and was just constantly on the phone and she said it really doesn't matter if I'm in the office or or if I'm at home like this is work like I'm fully engaged yeah and they would monitor her computer like if she got off her computer if there was no computer movement Mm -hmm. you know they'd call her out and say hey what are you doing so they made sure that just because she was working at home she was like actually doing something as productive if not yeah. More, yeah. yeah. And she retired like five years later. She's like, I, 
<laughs> I'm just done. She said, I think it was easier in the office than it was at home because, like a lot of people who work from home, say, now that I work from home, the other edge of that sword means I now feel a responsibility to be more accessible. It'll be interesting as people come back to the office and, and you know, we've got to, we opened our offices back up. Everybody's, mm-hmm. although I have not seen more people here since it Monday. Seems the same. It seems pretty The parking lot looks exactly still. the same. Well, they're phasing them back. For starters, they're phasing them back. And then some people have schedules like they work from home like two Couple days, a, days week. a week. Yeah. So I think that there might be more people here, but. We'll see. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how many, when everybody's back, how many people are like really unhappy about being here and how many people are really excited about being here. I did like, I was on an email thread that was like, had some people from our digital, the 2060 digital department. And one of the, one of the girls was like, our team has never been closer. So it kind of backs up. This study saying like the relationships are better working yes. from home. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, and mm-hmm. maybe I mean maybe that person was like trying to sell it. I don't know, but I believed them. You know, it was like we've really come together to work as a group. We have figured out ways that we can work from home. We've really been leaning on each other more. Mm-hmm. Where I guess in person, like maybe you wouldn't be so inclined to ask someone for help, but like over email, you can be like, "I'm just swamped. Can you help me out?" Yeah, I guess I would ask people who work from home, do you feel like there is a clear boundary between your home life and your work life? Do you feel that you can shut it off at 5 o'clock or mm-hmm. 5.30 or whatever your quitting time is? Yeah. You know, you, you, or do you feel like your work has kind of invaded your home and it's all sort of blended together and you're not quite... Well, that's the, you know, but that's the, the part, though, too. I mean, if you're home and your hours are 8.30 to 5... <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 30. How much time between 8.30 and 5.30 are you doing home stuff that maybe you would do after you got home at 5.30 at night? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, when I was home, it was like when we would have a commercial break and a couple of songs. You could step out for a I few could minutes. I could go walk the dog or sure. I could go upstairs and, you know, throw some dishes in the dishwasher. That was the best part about working from home was doing chores yes! during the show. Well, you know, they're getting stuff done. But, totally. that's, like but that's sort of unique to this job, though. Like, I, I think a lot of people wouldn't necessarily have that freedom to be able to step away from it. Maybe in more creative jobs they would, but like... You know, the my friend who worked in logistics was saying she didn't have that luxury. Like, she had to be on it with her headset on and fully engaged. Yeah. And they were monitoring her. Well, they monitor your keystrokes, too. Yeah. Like, if you're actually typing to someone or something, they can monitor that as well. Yeah. Because I just think, you know, a lot of people, 
in offices will still get up from their chair and wander around and socialize for a few minutes. Oh, they get on stairs for a smoke break. They go, you know, yeah. they go here, they go there. They get coffee. Yeah, they have because I remember, like, even when we would go into the cafeteria area here at like eight o'clock or eight thirty to get coffee, there would be a whole slew of people in there right. getting coffee or heating up oatmeal, uh-huh. and all of those things. Yeah. So, do you think we were closer? During that time, we no. were all at home. I would say absolutely not. I felt disconnected. From totally, the guys. Yeah. yeah, same. Yeah, I, I did totally feel that agree. I got some stuff done in a more organized way because it was just me. We weren't chit chatting about mm-hmm. life. We weren't interfering in your business. I, <laughs> well, I prefer you do, but we didn't have any way to like secretly talk to each other. Like here. If we go off air, we're like, oh, my gosh, blah, blah, blah. And that's when sometimes we share some really intimate details of our lives. And we didn't really have any way to do that when we were all working remotely. So it wasn't like we were sharing as many crazy things about. A lot of the content for the show begins with off air conversations. Yeah. They sort of spill out on the radio. Right. And- <laughs> yes. I know. So yeah. I feel like that part was missing. And the chemistry of just looking at each other is different than looking at each other on a house party call. Yeah. Right. The Jeff eye roll is not the same. <laughs> it's just not the same on Zoom, is right. it? No. That's right. Oh, you should have heard me rant and raving this morning when I came in today. What were you fired up about? There was caked on food all over the oh, counter geez. back here. I don't know what the hell what they was ate. was it? It looked like it could have been cake. I don't know. Something. But it was just like, I mean, it took elbow grease to get it off really? the counter. And then, I don't know if you could see that window blind that's lying on the floor. Uh, that was actually over here. Like, right just uh, underneath the chair area. And that other thing in the corner back there, that was over here, too. Yeah. I had to move that. You know, I'm not the neatest, cleanest person on the planet, and I don't always pick up after myself because I'm just kind of oblivious, really, a lot. It's, it was Jen. Clearly. But <laughs> I think I would notice caked on stuff, <laughs> things in the middle of the floor. Yeah. That's it's hard when you have a shared work environment because your clean is not their clean. Fridge clean is not the same as other clean. It's hard. I'm just thinking, like, I would never leave that behind for Molly. You know, here I go on my soapbox again, mm-hmm. you know. And, and Molly even said one time to me, she said, you know, I just wanted you to know that I really appreciate the fact that you have this area, like, wiped down and clean for me every time I come in here. Mm-hmm. So that everything, and everything is set up for her. Yeah. Everything is in her profile. Yeah. It's, I used to follow Jeff. Or Jeff used to follow me. Oh, no. Jeff used to follow me. <laughs> You were a dream compared How to the bad way it was is I? now. Really? Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. What yeah. was your biggest? I know what your biggest complaint was about me. Clean the damn card heads. What's wrong with you? He would lose his mind. It takes two seconds. <laughs> I do it for Bubba. <laughs> He's still mad about it. I can hear it in his voice. These are filth. These are black. Look at this. Look at this Q-tip head. He would, he'd wave that Q-tip at me. And I'd be like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, when you played that spot... And it sounded like this. You didn't think maybe it's time to clean the card heads? She was like, no, I was busy watching Days of Our Lives. I was paying my bills and talking to my friends. I kid you not. I would walk into the studio during Jen's show when (laughs) when she had her own show. When we both had our own shows and Mm. I came on after her, I would walk walk into the studio. And she she would have this back when she smoked (laughs) cigarettes. She'd have a cigarette burning in an ashtray right here on the board. 
while <laughs> handwriting checks to pay her electric bill with days of our lives on the TV set in the studio blasting <laughs> while she was on the air. There wasn't a lot going on during midday. It's the midday cafe. And this it was before, mostly music. Yes, it was mostly music. It was all music, really. You know, I didn't stop down and talk for more than 30, 40 seconds at a time. And I'd be like, I know you're super busy right now. <laughs> but if you have a second to clean the card heads before you get off the air. <laughs> so Isn't that I, why uh, you come in early, though, Jeff? Ah, <laughs> oh, like you get here at like 3.30 for your 4 o'clock shift. Hey, he would come oh. in and sit down and put his feet up. And he would sit there <laughs> and chain smoke cigarettes yeah. and drink Mountain Dew. For an hour with me. Catch up. Yeah. <laughs> See how my bud Jen's doing. <laughs> you know, we should do a morning show together someday. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? We got so many stories. Oh, things to share. 735. We got to take a break here. Uh, let's check the roads. We got Toria standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 738, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We were talking about working from home and what that's like and how it, you know, how it impacted us. It came from a story that said 76% of the people who started working at home during the pandemic said that it made their relationships with their coworkers stronger than before. Whereas when our team was working from home, I was still here, but the rest of the team was still working from home. We all collectively felt kind of disconnected from each other. Yeah. But that's because this is such an interactive job with each, that we have with each other mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So I suppose it's different for everybody. And I was asking the question, do you feel like the boundaries are blurred now? Do you feel like you're never quite able to disconnect from your work now that you are working from home? What is that like? Do you like it better? Do you prefer it? Do you feel like you're able to separate the two? Yeah, and we got a message from Anne Marie, and she said, it's not working from home anymore. It's now living at work. Oh. Yeah, she said, I hate it. It'll be a year for me next Friday with no end in sight. Wow. Isn't that like... An interesting perspective on it, though. Mm-hmm. I told you that Kristen's middle child, her son, uh, got a job in the commercial mortgage business. And he got this job. He was offered this job while he was still in college. So he was stoked to have a job offer waiting for him when he got out of school. And he could not wait to start this job and kind of just, you know, get into the get business in and start mm-hmm. his career. And then they were notified that he still had the job. He's He's got the job. He's working the job. He's just working it from home. Mm-hmm. And he was really kind of bummed out about it, he said, because he was looking forward to that, you know, collaborative environment in the workplace where he would get to know his coworkers and develop a sense of camaraderie. And mm-hmm. that know. is really fun when you're right out of college. Right. Yeah. Especially then. Yeah. And, you know, make no mistake. He's made the best of it. Uh, he and some of his high school buddies have actually gotten together, and they're all working from home from a rented house in Key Largo, Florida. That doesn't sound like a bad setup at all. Not at all. So, I mean, he's he's making it work. He's happy. He's just, it was not, 
That's he had to kind of lean into it. Yeah. That was that was his pivot. Well, my sister making the best of it. She left the job she had because she wanted to go work in an uh, environment that had like this cool vibe, right? So she took this job at Paycor, and they're known for that. And literally, her first week was like, "Hey, we're gonna be at home." Yeah, and you have to train at home and figure out your relationships with your new coworkers at home. Mm. And, and she pivoted, and it's fine, and everything's good. But like, that's why she went to work there for that environment, for that nurturing, for all of the things that. I don't know. It's it's a weird time, y'all. I read an article somewhere that said that thirty percent are never coming back into the workplace, I and I don't know if that number is accurate, or if it'll be more or less than that. But that just seems like a lot of people to me. Yeah. And, and you know, I hope the majority of them are happy with that. Yeah. What else do we have here this morning? Let's talk about speaking of relationships. Let's talk about our family and our proximity to them, even after a year of isolation. Some things never change. of Americans would not want their family to live close enough to just drop in whenever they want. And that is actually 6% higher than it was before the pandemic. Hmm. Now, two-thirds of us wish we lived closer to our family, just not too close. That's interesting. I'd it's like I want to be within arm's reach, but I don't want them right on top yeah, of me. Two-thirds. I want, I'll be in the two-thirds. Yeah. I, I need to be closer, but. I way. totally love having my parents right next door. I mean, it is the perfect situation. Your parents really. don't meddle. No, not at all. They're yeah. totally Your parents respectful. Criticize. And... No, they're respectful. No, right. no. That's no. nice that they have boundaries, though. Because they respect I don't your know. boundaries and I don't your know. privacy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. I, I mean, don't know if everybody I, would. Like, I think if my mom and dad lived next door, <laughs> they would be over all the time. Yeah. All the time. But I don't think they want to hang out with me that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, a couple of hours a day is plenty for them. <laughs> they like having you close to help out, I'm sure. sure right? And they, I think, you know, and I think they enjoy, like, help. I know they get a real kick out of it when Jacob shows up. You At know, their when house? he comes over. I know that I think that they're really enjoying this whole cards by Jacob business. They're helping stuff envelopes. Does he and- just like say to you like, hey, mom, I'm going to grandma's and just walk out and go next door? No, not he always. There's always a purpose. I mean, okay. there's a, there's a reason. And there'll be times where like if I'm in a class all weekend, he'll just go hang out over there. And it's funny because I'll hear him come in and out of the house to get things, you know, door slamming. <laughs> just, we got to make sure it's shut. Out. Right, exactly. I'm about 50 minutes away from my parents right now where we live. In, five like, Yeah, 50. And I would like them about 20 minutes away. Like, I don't need them next door, mm-hmm. but I need them closer than 50 minutes. It just seems like now, like, I felt like before when I lived in Erlanger and they lived in Independence, I could just swing by and be like, oh, hey, what's mm-hmm. up? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, you know. But then now it's like an event. To go see them, you know, like we're going to Nana's all day on Saturday. Yeah. We can't just pop by because it's almost like we spend longer in the car getting there and going home than we do popping by. Hmm. I'd like them just a touch closer. So if they could maybe move to like, I don't know, Chevy it. That'd be great. (laughs) Would that work for you? Yeah. You think your parents will ever leave the state of Kentucky? Uh, I think if we moved, like, if Scott and I were like, hey, we're going to Florida or something, I don't know. I think they'd be like, okay, we'll come. Open I to think it. they would have their house here, but I think they would be open to, like, 
owning another, like your parents, Jen, mm-hmm. like how they come here for whatever and then they go back to Illinois mm-hmm. for whatever. I think my parents very much would do that. Yeah, men are more likely to want some buffer <laughs> between their parents or in-laws yeah. than women who, you know, would rather be at least a decent drive away from them. Uh, 76% of people with young kids definitely wish their family was closer. Ugh, that's yeah, me. just to have that backup, just to have that extra set of hands. Yeah. yeah. And some good solid advice. You know, because when things start to go a little bit sideways sometimes, especially when they're really little, be able to go to mom and say, you know, the kid's doing this or the kid's not feeling well and this is what's going on. Just having that. Yeah. Like, can you stop by and listen to her lungs with your stethoscope? Yeah. That's what I wish I had my mom closer for sometimes. <laughs> that nursing background helps. Yeah. And the first time I had to do a rectal thermometer, it would have been super handy to have her close because yeah. that was also something I was not comfortable yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that 61% of us say it's been very difficult to not see family in person during COVID. And we kind of went through this with Kristen's parents because mm-hmm. they live, when they're in Cincinnati, they live five minutes away. Mm-hmm. And it's great because Kristen's got it. We have a great relationship with them. Kristen's got a great relationship with them. And they got a great relationship with their grandkids. So it's it's fun having them around. Mm-hmm. It's fun spending the holidays with them. Mm-hmm. It sucked when we couldn't spend Thanksgiving and Christmas together like we've been able to in the past. They mm-hmm. packed their stuff. They moved down to their house in Florida, understandably. It was during COVID. Uh, they have underlying health conditions, so they had to be extra careful. And they have since gotten both their vaccine shots. They're both relatively healthy. They're both coming back to Cincinnati in May, and we couldn't be more excited That's just exciting. to have them within arm's reach again. It'll yeah. be great, and Will and, you touch and them? not worry about them as much. I don't know that we'll go that far, but Hug we'll definitely. Stuff? Well, we would do socially distant gatherings outside when they were here, mm-hmm. um, and we'll probably do that again. And I'm I'm just gonna kind of let I'm gonna take my cue from them. That's how we're whatever gonna play it. Whatever with. they're comfortable yeah. with, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, will you share food again, or will you make them their own tray, or what will they prefer now that they've had the vaccine? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But it'll be good to at least see them again, you know, and hang out with them again, even if we can't necessarily hug just Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.